I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we've got It Isn't Satan, It Isn't Monsters, It Isn't the Government. It Isn't Yada 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 Yada. Yeah. <laughs> Just save you some time there. Fair enough. Um, yes, because it is practically a handful of sentences. It's for a, a list of everything it isn't. Yeah. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but everything is a lot of things. Yeah. Um, for those of you just joining us, uh, creepypasta are creepy stories posted on the internet const like over and over again. They get copied and pasted. So the name got turned into copy pasta as a short term. And then um, it eventually, the creepy ones became known as creepypasta. So it isn't dot 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 is what I'm, actually my shortened title for it because... Who wants damn to write all that out? Yeah. Um, you can check it out if you want at uh, the No Sleep Reddit threads. Uh, we'll leave a link on the description below. And we'll just jump right into this one. So the story is about a guy who's a painter, uh, and he's telling this story to us. About and... how doorbells are not inherently scary. Yeah, exactly. Just gotta say, door-to-door <laughs> -door religion salesman. Well, he does mention... Have you ever answered the door to one of those? He does say doorbells aren't scary. The doorbell rings, um, you answer it, and then what's on the other side is entirely different. But that still makes no sense. It's like, then why did you say the doorbells aren't scary? If that's not what you're talking about. Anyway, um, so the guy's a painter. Um, he usually does jobs uh, on houses uh, alone or with a co-worker, uh, in this case, Joe. Um, he's doing a house... He's doing a renovation for... Um, uh, these two women in there that live in this house. Um, Wait a minute. What? If he's a painter, why is he hanging drywall? I is that not part of the? Is that not like a? Maybe that's a function of the job. I was under well. the like. Don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm ignorant, and there are many things I know. I play that I'm not, but there are many things that I am genuinely ignorant about. But I was pretty sure a painter painted and didn't do drywall and. I, I don't know if there's an actual term for someone who does drywall, but I know that it is a profession. Yeah. So, like... There are... Yeah. Just just kind of right out of the gate, I'm seeing a problem here. I don't know if I'm justified in my problem speculation. If anybody knows if there is a if that is actually part of the job description or not, please leave a, mess, a comment or send us an email. Or Or maybe if it's, like, just, you know... Something that sometimes is part of the job. Like I said, I've never worked yeah. in either profession, but huh. I, I was read to believe that if you're a painter, you paint. You don't. You don't do the the physical, like the hard, like like you don't put a wall up. Yeah. On and to paint. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. a plumber. I also wired the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mind the ore to. Smelt down the ore to make the freaking pipe. I, I think you're going above and beyond your job description, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this episode already. So, um... Anywho, yeah. <laughs> so he's hanging drywall in this uh, house by 
uh, and, owned by two old ladies. Yeah, and they they were off. He doesn't know where. He doesn't really care. Um, and the doorbell rings. Um, and they decide to ignore it for a little while because they don't feel comfortable going down and answering the door for somebody's house that they're not they don't own. Um, and uh, a little while later, like I think an hour or so passes or something like that. Um, he goes down uh, to grab uh, another sheet of uh, drywall, and he sees that there's a man or a silhouette of somebody outside the um, the door. And so he goes to open it because <gasps> the call the is coming from just outside of the house. Oh no! <laughs> um, and he the doorbell rings, and he it, he opens it up, and it's a man uh, in like a really older man, uh, nice suit. Uh, apparently, he's got like a is it a deep gravelly voice or something like that. I think it mentions oh, it's something. I think I remember hearing it mentioned. It was a deep, gravelly voice the guy had. Um, apparently, left like a bad taste in the guy's in the dude's mouth. And uh, I've known people with like halitosis or whatever that bad. <laughs> Just like oh, their breath is so rank that it actually leaves a taste in your mouth. Oh, ah. but the guy's in, moving on. Yeah, the guy's incredibly pleasant. Um, he's just like, hi, are you Joe? And it's like, no, I'm not Joe. And then Joe upstairs calls him, hey, what are you doing, Dave? And then goes down. And then we find out that Dave is the other guy, is the narrator's name. Um, and uh, Joe comes down, and, he, and this, old, this old guy has a letter for him. Uh, and he's like, what, what is it? And it's like, I'm just the messenger. It's like, if it's anthrax, I'm going to take you with me, old man. And it's like, I appreciate the sense of humor. Okay. Um, so he opens up the letter, checks it out. Reads it, and it's essentially the title uh, verse. Uh, it isn't Satan, it isn't blah, 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 blah. Um, and he's like, what the hell is this? And then the guy pr- promptly drops dead. <laughs> like, he just drops. Um, so, eventually the cops and the uh, the homeowners show up, again, show up, and they do an investigation. They, get, take, uh, they take statements and stuff. Um, everything seems to get done really quickly again. It's one of those stories where all that's glossed over in the hand with less than a couple of hours, and then they're back to, to they're staying they're back at the crime scene. It hasn't been cleared uh, or anything like that, just, or like it's been cleared of the body and stuff like that. But they're allowed to go the go about their normal day, so they decide to just kind of deal with that whole thing by just ignoring it. And so uh, the one woman goes upstairs to rest, and. A little time later, Dave goes up uh, to start working on the room. Notices that uh, the the door is closed, which he doesn't he didn't remember it being closed before. But he opens it up, and that's where he finds the sister who went upstairs, horribly mutilated and dead, um, with her chest cavity emptied out and like entrails and whatnot done up in a pentagram on the ceiling. Um, and then apparently there's other bodies in this room. Like there's like a guy he's never met uh, in there. And then there's one of the cops and they're all like horribly mutilated and stuff. And there's a, uh, and on the bed in this room, there's a ton of letters. Um, Joe at this point come, shows up as well. And Joe just like sees the letters, runs over there and starts picking out at them. Uh, and it's like, and they're all like one word, they're one sentence, uh, parts of that verse. Like it isn't Satan. It isn't nuclear. It isn't solar storms. And then he finds, he rips all, all of them except for, and then there's at the very bottom of it, there's a black letter and he opens it up. And, uh, the story tries to build up some suspense. Like, what is it? What is it? And then the guy, like, uh, Dave is in the, at the doorway. Uh, Joe's actually in the room, um, and uh, so he can't. Uh, Dave can't see what Joe's looking at outside the window, and he looks outside and is like, "What the?" And tells Joe or tells Dave to get the hell out of there. Um, right before there's a crash in the window, and 
Um, Dave is running down the stairs, looks so back. Joe is being dragged in by some gnarled undead hand or something um, back into the room. Um, and so Dave just books it. Like he's not even like he he, he thinks about uh, rescuing the other sister, but assume, but he ignores it, goes outside, and then the sister that other sister goes barreling out the window. Um, like just ragdolls and he goes to start his car and he sees this horrible thing like this, uh, undead creature or something. It's kind of what I envisioned, um, getting it coming out the window, uh, on the second floor and then like creepily or freakishly maneuvering itself like a bag of meat down the, um, the, the ba- barrister is it or not banister? No, not banister. Yeah. Um, eavesdrop. Yes. Um, and then slowly, like just agonizing, like the story, just like it's like one turn on the car on the on the motor, and just, like the thing is slowly getting there. One more start, one more, and it just that kind of agonizing reading. Um, that was just so. It was just, well, it, like, you, you understood what he was trying to do, but at the same time, it didn't really work very well. It was so ham-handed that it just was never going to work. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Hey. <laughs> Not working. Come on. Come Do something on. else. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that annoys me in a horror movie, too. Yeah. Like, like it, it's, it's so cliche. It's that, yeah, it's a that scene it where, like. It takes me right out of the experience. And. Yeah. Where the clueless guy is trying to get out. Oh, get, oh the clueless victim's trying to get away from the killer and tries to start his car and it's not working. And yeah. the killer's slowly coming toward it's him. It's worse <laughs> than when they drop their keys. Yeah. Because that one always also gets me. Basically, anyone where any time where anyone's trying to start a car, I generally get irritated in any kind of horror esque story. Yeah, and I mean maybe it's, it's just, just un- me, and if it is, well, fine. But come on, as a society, we got to be getting sick of that thing. It is a cliche. It is a very well used cliche. No, no, no. It's a hor- It's an overused cliche. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, it, it's well-worn. Like, it's thread-fucking-bare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, the car... Like, right as this thing is apparently right on his ass, the car starts, and he... Just like it. every fucking, fucking time that this trope is used. Yeah. Anywho. And he's, he's like, out of there, down the corner, and he's in traffic. Fuck. <laughs> that's exactly what he's like. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, uh, and um, he gets a... Gets a call on his phone while My he's in traffic. My favorite part is cars in front, cars behind. Oh, fuck! Did the cars behind you come <laughs> yeah, from? Exactly. Like he just. It, 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 I. I know. What, I'm not gonna lie. When I first read this, I envisioned a cartoony thing where like the car just like crammed in between two, right into traffic, and just like got stuck in there. But like, and where is this traffic? Like, is it like is it an overpass? Or is it like a, a highway thing? They just kind of is he on? on the street that the house is on? Because that's what I'm led to believe. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm seeing. I I'm think... seeing this impossible car jam <laughs> just down the right, road. like right in front of the neighbor's okay, house. Okay, I didn't notice that. I, I what I envisioned was I, I thought it was said uh, that he turned a corner and was like down the road from the house. Yeah, but I but, enjoyed yeah, my <laughs> that's visual much a lot more. Yeah. Um, just suddenly, cars and everywhere. At, and at this point, like suddenly, cars. Uh, at this point in the reading the story, I was also so fed up with it yeah. that I was just like, you know what? Uh, I read your words, but I reject them and substitute <laughs> my, my own. own. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, there's... We'll get into some of the stuff <laughs> about the story. I enjoyed the story for the most part until the end, but... um, So... The um, 
Yeah, so he, he's in traffic. He's stuck in traffic. He gets a call from Joe on his phone, and he answers it uh, and sees that it and and it's it's Joe. He's perfectly fine. In fact, he's asking him why he he just ran off uh, ran out of the house and whatnot. Um, so he eventually pulls out of traffic, goes to the side of the road, and uh, check and like. Uh, Stirs his hands. I can't remember reason other than that they exist. The phone was still on. Joe asked if I was there, but I couldn't bring myself to answer. Was it really Joe? I decided to ask him one thing. What did it say in the last envelope? Static for a second. Then a sour taste in my mouth. I knew I wasn't going back to that house. It's curiosity. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's... So he pretty much, he goes to the... Yeah, he, he, he we find out what, what it is at the end of the story. It's curiosity. It's, I guess, like, curiosity killed the cat kind of thing? Like, he, I know, it's just, yeah, yeah, it didn't, like, I didn't get the, the twist ending. I didn't get the ending's punchline. Yeah, it, it was, it just... <laughs> the game, it, you know what it also felt? Like, the guy, so the, the, the story styled, like, a guy talking to a dictaphone, um, and then ask, or to, a, like, a transcriber, and... It also sounds like he's not even recounting a live, a real life event. It sounds like he's just recounting a dream he had the night before. This whole thing seems very like delivered to you as though this it's is fact. shit that actually happened. Yeah. Also, he does uh, another thing that kind of worked both of us, uh, at least one of us more than another. Um, the guy goes on tangents through most of the story. <laughs> And he even mentions that he likes to go on tangents and like likes to ramble. And it's like, oh, I'm rambling again. I'm sorry, I do that sometimes. And then yeah, and it, it's it doesn't help the story. It pulls it it pulls it away. From it just feels up. so out of place in a written story that I just yeah, it just pulled me right out of it and. Like, the part with the police officers. Like, he's just like, oh, and then the police showed up, and they took the body away, and then they the, the police decided to stick around and start punching dogs and shooting uh, shooting at each other. We all joined in, and it was a rollicking good time. I'm kidding. Why did you have to put that in there? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. pulled me out like that, like, ugh. Like, it, it's, it's a little different when you, like, are watching a movie or a TV program, and they do something like that. Because they're actually rambling. Yeah. You know, like, for me, I've never once been writing something and decided to ramble because the act of writing is too focused, it's too planned, it's too intentional. Yeah. That, you know, your hand doesn't run away and ramble on you. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when you're talking, I mean, look at us. (laughs) When you're talking to someone... It's a lot easier to ramble. So when it's done, when someone's talking, literally talking, it's a lot, you know, like, it doesn't piss you off. Yeah. I mean, it might, but... But, I mean, like... You uh, get it. Yeah, like, I can Whereas understand. in this case, I just don't get it. There's no reason for it. The only thing I can think of as why that was in there is to try and give us... Give this story a feel that it was being... Like, it was being recounted by this guy and it was just being dictated or um, transcribed. But that doesn't help as a story. Well, and it doesn't ever state that that's the case. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing nothing above or below it saying that, uh, like, this is a transcription of Dave blah 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 blah, or Dave the Painter. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's just thrown in... For rambling. It's like, I ramble sometimes, and here's some tangents. It's going to pull you from what's actually happening in the story. Yeah, and 
and that's exactly what it did for me is it just excuse me it sucked me right out and i was just like okay i'm like skimming through the rambling because you know you start to recognize what's just completely unrelated to the story yeah and you just kind of skim through the ramble to get to you know the rest of the fucking story yeah and And i gotta say when you're using you know some sort of little thing like that and i'm skimming through it you probably should have just left it out yeah like in the second editing maybe yeah it just the other thing like that wasn't even like a it wasn't even a ramble like because it or wasn't like the other ones was that he mentions some things in the story that have little inconsistencies like there is at the beginning of the story he mentions while they're doing like the drywall stuff he goes past the radio every so often like this old crackly radio and it goes to static every time he goes by it and he thinks that he's or they joke around that he's demon possessed or a demon or something like that and it's never talked about afterward it's It's less of an inconsistency because you don't know that that doesn't happen all the time it's more of a why 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 was that mentioned yeah now that one i actually i can buy that as a red herring okay because you're reading you're thinking a creepy story Mm. something is up you know something is up yeah so and that is like literally the first sentence of the or yeah wow i don't know it's (laughs) early on yeah in the story, so it's early enough that nothing else has happened. Like, the doorbell has not rung. Yeah, they're just doing their work, and they're doing, like, 400th screw, or 400th spiral, or whatever. Like, they talk, he goes in depth on, like, how to p- apply drywall. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's... But no painting. Yeah, um, no painting yet. <laughs> it, yeah, and it's just... But it, that one was early enough in the story that nothing else has happened. So We're maybe sure. this yeah. is the first thing that happens. Actually, it also does, like, and then there's the other thing where he mentions that Joe was religious, but uh, it's weird that that never, that had nothing to do with what happened this today. Like another red herring kind of thing? Or no, that that's just, just like... that's just pointless words. Okay. Because <laughs> it, well, he says it, and then he literally says it has no bearing on this story. Yeah. Also, this mo- the the one thing I had the, another thing I did notice was that um, in one of the tangents early on, he actually almost kind of goes like meta with the story a little bit, like kind of for- breaks the fourth wall a bit by saying it's like oh yeah, the, uh, it's like that uh, that movie um, Don't Look Back, where about the gra- the the uh, the old the old woman kind of look like uh, look like the old woman from that, um, and then he starts like kind of going on a tangent about that movie about how it was a, was effective uh, for suspense but nothing really happened so it just became mundane and i feel like that was kind of the point of the story <laughs> after reading it through and then looking it over again maybe like, but... it just seemed like it just seemed like something like he threw that in there as a comment a self commentary on his own story <laughs> or the writer it 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 might have been if he had have achieved what he wanted to with the writing of this story yeah as it stands, it, it didn't uh, doesn't allude to that because this movie is apparently a fuckful lot better than this story. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because you know there is no effective use of suspense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he tries, he does try. He, he tries, <laughs> but when he tries, all he succeeds at is mocking it, pretty much just dragging it out yeah and that's not suspense that's like 
suspense is supposed to like have you draw out your terror, not draw like, out oh, your man, pain and suffering of dealing with this fucking story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh man, is he gonna make it? Or it's like, no, no, come on, get this monster, kill him, just kill him. <laughs> it's like it's the difference between a good horror movie and a slasher flick. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's so bad. <laughs> Well, there it's... are good parts of the story. Like, there's good ideas in it, but they're but they aren't um, they aren't este- not established. Uh, they aren't um, executed well. Theoretically, maybe. <laughs> like, I do like the idea of like um, like I just like some of the the idea of some of the uh, events that happen. Like the, the the creepy old man on the at the doorstep that hands him a letter and then just dies for no reason and like just getting an ambiguous letter and stuff. That's kind of interesting. Like that, like as a creepy as a like a plot hook for a creepy story. Um... And the monster itself, like, when we actually see that thing that breaks through the window and scrambling, like, that was kind of a creepy description they gave, but nothing else seemed to be really executed very well, or it was very flamboyantly executed. Yeah, and I liked how I genuinely did appreciate the fact that, you know, the thing's crawling down the drain pipe, and then the drain pipe rips off the house. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing that happens. Would happen, yeah. Because those things are... Flimsy as hell. Yeah, exactly. They're not meant to be climbed up or down so but i'm looking back at it and it's like you know what i i don't know if he did that because of accuracy or if he did that to draw it out a little bit more yeah because you know i want to the engine turns once and he and the and the the creature falls and then the engine turns again and the creature and it's still laying there yeah so, you know what? Second I thought, hope... I wish the creature had it just fucking made it down the goddamn drain pipe. <laughs> if it hit that drain pipe, it would just held a little For longer. inaccuracies, <laughs> like, yeah, it's inaccurate, but for storytelling's sake, the drain pipe should have held. Yeah. Because it would have kept the story from being drawn out. You know? It, and it wasn't it, that it... long of a story, though it is a long story. It's, it's not super long. No, but it's, it's. I mean, I compared think to compared to uh, fuck, Hero Brian and uh, Which Witness, are barely a couple of paragraphs. Yeah, um, and some of the other ones we've done. It is yeah. really long. Okay, I may have overused the word "really" there. It's long. Yeah, um, it's definitely far longer than those, but it's not as long as say Candle Cove. I believe would have been long. Yeah, you're probably Off right. Off the top of my head, I can't remember because that was, you know, my first creepypasta. But yeah, yeah, it, it it's it is not overly long. I was actually um, now that I've read more and more creepypasta, I've actually started to uh, before I actually read this story and I'm on the web page, I kind of like scroll down and scroll back up, see how much. Space, yeah. How much? How much page the story is, and try and get a feel for the length because I've kind of narrowed down where some of my, like where a good length is for a good creepy pasta, and this one actually kind of fits in that range where okay, it's not, it might not overstay its welcome, but it you know has enough room to actually have shit happen. Yeah, you know, but. You can't judge a book by its cover, and you can't judge creepypasta by its length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's just... Another thing is, like, it's, it's on the no the no sleep thread, which apparently is it's supposed to be, like, uh, like it's supposed to have stories on it that are 
really creep or supposed to be like better than like your average creepy pasta. It's supposed to be like genuinely creepy so that you have a little bit of trouble sleeping that night. I didn't get that at all from this one. Maybe That's... maybe we're just a couple of badass mofos. I don't know. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think at, the, at best we're jaded. <laughs> at best. Uh, at worst we just didn't get the, the punchline for the story. Um, what are you talking about? We eat Jeff the Killer for breakfast. Uh, and, and minutes of laughter. Yeah. Uh, writing wise... Was at least was at least done like in your opinion was it at least done well or was it mediocre was it shit It's mechanically sound, um, you know. <laughs> that's, that's always a good thing to hear from a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this isn't an automobile. <laughs> exactly. Like technically, it's written well on a technical aspect. There's nothing wrong with it. Um... <coughs> You know, I don't recall being annoyed by, you know, changing of... Tenses. Tenses, yeah. That being said, maybe they're there and I was just too annoyed with the actual story to see them. Maybe you were skimming past them with the... uh, Yeah, it was... I mean, yeah. Like, mechanically, it's fine. Again, I think the rambling is ridiculous i think it's just completely out of place here yeah this is a narration it's not dialogue per se yeah like the guy is telling us a story from his point of view but it's not dialogue there's no the only dialogue there is dialogue actually in that he tells us about but it's not a full dialogue yeah like the ramblings don't happen as someone's dialogue it's because that would have been acceptable because then you're just being thorough right yeah but it's like he's writing down every stray thought that crosses his mind while he's writing this out, and that's just implausible. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean... Now, actually, I, I do, like, I have done some creative writing stuff, like, and I do, like, on occasion, like, I'll, like, I'll be writing and then I'll just kind of add something on there, but... I don't go into like a paragraph of something, but yeah, I like I can I could I could see like like you're saying like uh like you can't write like just a free form thought or not free form, no that's not the word uh like you don't write every thought that enters your head like yeah you don't like but I have had while you're writing your brain will go off on a tangent yeah of course it will it's a human brain <laughs> yeah but you don't write it down because it's happened and then it's over mm-hmm. before you could even like get the thought onto paper yeah. Because, yes, I'm one of those Neanderthals that still writes on paper. Sorry, people. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like... a oh, big brown knuckle drag. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what the title is. Me right. no understand pooter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, see? I'm talking, and I can go off on a fucking tangent. <laughs> yeah unintentional you know example there but um like i was mentioned like i was trying to say um i hear you for that and i've definitely like i've had structure to my stuff but i tend to draw right from my mind like just straight from my mind so i could see that happening where like you write something in there that you just kind of thought of while you're while you're writing a story but you usually end up erasing that or at the very least making it fit exactly you don't just like oh i'm rambling again i'm sorry and his ramblings don't fit yeah they are actually 
horribly brought to light as not fitting. Mm -hmm. And... Like, yeah. I almost kind of want to see what would have happened if the story hadn't kept going from the uh, from the police just showing up and just gunning people down. <laughs> that would have been just a, a spiral into, into into a chaotic story. Yeah, actually, when, when, when that ramble happened, I was like, this story is getting decent. <laughs> yeah, and then... Like, because we're getting into some next level shit here. I mean, he's just, he's taking the rules of escalation <laughs> and, and just... skipping steps three through eight. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and then... And then just it, kidding. Yeah, just kidding. And like, yeah, because that would have been that would have been an interesting story. There is no way that that story would have been less interesting than the one we got. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah that that's, that, what that's I mean, another yeah. kind of a a shit point for this one is that you know you throw out this bit and it would have made a better story than the one I read. Yeah. And how unfortunate for me is that as the reader. You were hoping for that, and then, just kidding. Yeah. You cocktease. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. And what we did get, it just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it, like, the ending didn't make any sense to me. Like, I tried, I, and I, like, I, list, I read this thing at least two or three times. The ending to, was actually, the thing, but... I, I actually didn't hate the ending. The ending was... I just didn't, I don't get it, like... It was, for me, it was very reminiscent of, like, a Twilight Zone episode or an Outer Limits episode, because um, when they brought the Outer Limits back in the 90s, I was all over that shit, yeah. like a fat kid on a Sunday. Like, it was, I loved that show. I still love that show. Um, or even uh, the Alfred Hitchcock Presents show. That show mm -hmm. was another one where... Now, these ones usually had morals, and I don't get a moral from this. Yeah, and, like, what is But it does have that kind of, don't answer the door in old ladies' houses? Don't, don't answer know. the door when you're in a stranger's house, and or don't do drywall when you're a painter. <laughs> yeah, and again, we keep going with that joke, and we might look like morons, but hey, I am enjoying the joke. Uh, yes. Yeah, it, it it is lacking the moral that those shows and those stories always had, but at the same time, I did kind of appreciate how, no, everything's back to normal. Or is it? Yeah, exactly. Then, or do they? Yeah. <laughs> they made it out. Or did they? <laughs> the end. Question mark. <laughs> exactly. But. That, yeah. I... So that part, I kind of, I was okay with. To me, it just left me mixed. Like, Maybe I'm I was just sure happy that the story it. was over. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I'm willing to concede that that may have been the case. Because, um, yeah, it really was... This story was stretched out way longer than it needed to, and for a story this short to feel padded... Yeah. Um, that that kind of... It should That kind of just leaves a, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I heard there's, that's an affliction. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it just i don't know it's just yeah all right um it's a little ham-handed and it's padding and it's padding is of little substance uh i don't think i have anything else to say do you no all right no. uh then we're getting to the uh, part of the show where we see whether or not we would recommend it they, I'm they conflicted about that. <laughs> they left one thing out of the title. It isn't worth your time. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it's it's not horrible. No, it's... I genuinely didn't like. 
I was not filled with rage when I read it, um, like I have been in the past, but at the same time, I just, I just kind of felt like, so, that happened. Yeah, that was a story. You know, uh, I guess I'll get on with my life, because yeah, that's... this has added nothing to it. Yeah, like, I got that same kind of feeling after I finished reading, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this story. Because I like some parts of it, but the ending and just other parts of it didn't make sense to me. So, eh? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I can't in good... I honestly <clears throat> can't recommend it um, as a creepy uh, like as a first read. Like, maybe if, you, if you're a veteran of creepypasta, I would I recommend it, this but... as a companion piece to our little discussion here. Yeah. Because if you want to know what we're talking about, <laughs> you should probably it give it a read. But um, if you just, I don't know, if if you're recommending creepy, like if if you've listened to our podcast and you've read this already to know what we're talking about, and you recommend creepy pastas to friends, please don't recommend them this one. Yeah, there are other ones that we have done that we would recommend. Yeah, not all of them. I can never think of them off the top of my head, but nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Think we recommend that one. Anyway, um, okay, so general consensus, wouldn't recommend this one to as a first pasta. Or as any. Like, if you're a veteran, you, you've read way better than this. You've read way worse than this. Nothing really stands out about this. Mm -hmm. Okay. that That's my opinion. This one just, it has, it brings nothing to the table. Yeah. Like I said, there's some cool things I liked in it, or there's some things in it I liked, but as a story, I didn't get it. I didn't really find it creepy. Um, it it had potential, but it lost. It 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 jumped the shark a couple of times um, on that, or just petered out. So yeah, or just yeah, just I mean, it it actively loses it its actively, audience. Yeah, it actively loses by its audience, throwing and it actively, out the rambles. And it actively just self. It actively, it's an actively self-destructing story because it could have. There are some. If it had gone to a different, uh, different angle, it would have been really good. But it stuck to this other, this other angle that pulled it away. Or even if it hadn't have had the paddings, it could have. Like if it had have just been written shorter, mm -hmm. it could have maybe been something. Just done up as a straight up narrative <clears throat> account of what happened in this guy's day. Yeah, skip the rambling, skip the extraneous padding. Um, specifically with the fucking oh, the car won't start. Oh yeah, you know, find a different find a different. Uh, way you know of what? That. Go go see Friday the Thirteenth. Honestly, I would have been interested to see if this guy is like. Like my car's not starting. Fuck this! And just starts running down the street <laughs> to try and escape the creature. Well, yeah, because I mean, I don't know where he's located. I was picturing like a house in the suburbs. Yeah, that's how myself. I yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, that's another. You know, no safety's right. You know, right there, right. Yeah. The you cops know? were here. Were there really quickly. So. So it just kind of you know fleeing on foot would have been, and it's like the middle of the day. Okay. Fleeing that... on foot is a valid option. I mean, hell, you run around the corner, bam, you're stuck in traffic, start pounding on windows. Yeah. I know we just did, like, what we would recommend or not, but, like, I have something else I just remembered about. Um, another thing that would have been this a little bit better, or I think if it had gone, like, a different angle, when uh, when he's when his, bro when his buddy Joe is looking at the last black letter and then looks out the window, um, but Dave can't see what's out the window, and he's just, like, staring off, like, what the... 
I almost want it to go like Dave or Dave shows goes and takes a look what's outside the window and the apocalypse is happening outside. Like it's not aliens, it's not sewer storms, it's the apocalypse. <laughs> like I wanted that like like it was kind of like with you where it's like uh, I wanted to escalate as soon as the cop with the cop thing and then we didn't get that. I suddenly wanted like I was like oh is it going to go that way? No, it's just going to have a monster burst through the window and Yeah, and I I think that actually might be part of my feelings on this whole thing as well is that a lot of missed there's there's opportunities for it to you know just go balls to the walls like all right this is gonna get fun and it and it doesn't yeah it's a pretty it's a generic bland creature creature yeah like we've seen that like the description is something we've seen before yeah, I honestly pictured a a large girl from the Grudge. Yeah, not too far off. I mean, for me, I I'm sure it's not there. Like, I'm sure that's not it exactly. But it was my starting place yeah. because, and you know what? That that's not a horrible place to start because I love the Grudge for its you know creepy little girl. <laughs> yeah, that was fun fucking yeah. movie. Um, to watch that movie again. Um, <laughs> let's. So, uh, I think we're good then. I think we've we've fleshed out a lot of our our thoughts on the. Well, I mean, we tried to end and we kept going. <laughs> and then we, re- so... and then, we and then we realized there was some more. So, I, th- I, think, I think the horse is officially dead. I think we've kicked the. <laughs> anyway, um, so as usual. Um, if you like what you heard, if you have different opinions about us and want to vocalize them, uh, you can put them on the comment section below, uh, wherever this gets posted. Uh, you can also check it out on iTunes and YouTube, uh, so you can leave comments there or send us a review on iTunes. Uh, we are also on Twitter uh, at Review Cultist, and you can also send us an email to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas. Uh, we have a small list going right now that we're slowly getting through. and But we're always up for, for new ones. Uh, preferably good ones. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I we'll, mean, we'll take yeah. on all comers. But, uh, yeah, if you've got a favorite creepypasta and you just want to know what we think about it. Yeah, if you've been a listener and you've... I don't want think to... we're, you know... We rip into them, but we don't, like, I mean... We should probably say that we, it's not always in, like, like, we don't do it in totally in, like, bad manner or in, mere, in mean spirit. Like, no. If it, we, we, we I genuinely, just, yeah. I genuinely, like, when I see things I don't like in these creepypastas, I'm trying to help other people who are listening write better ones than the one I just read. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all we're trying to do. Like, it's a discussion podcast. We don't mean any ill will to any anybody who writes these. Um, we don't. Well, I don't. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Some of these have been pretty bad. Fair, but I mean, they, yeah. Um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist, and I'm Doctor Leviathan, and this has been El Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well, or don't. <laughs>